machine. I'm yelling into the mic, not really. I'm just singing a melody. Is hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Zero Chance Podcast. Is that a Hugh Jackman song? <laughs> I do love you, some greatest showman. Hey, welcome, guys. We're back. We're here. Uh, Rick. Rick is with me. He just put gum right on the table so he could drink a beer. Uh, welcome to the Zero Chance Podcast. If you're here, you've probably listened to us before. If you haven't, welcome. We are thrilled that you're with us. I'm Brady Phelps at Lodge Shot. I, I, I think I just Lodge Shots. Yeah, yeah, Lodge Shots. Okay. <clears throat> I'm Brady Phelps at Lob Shots. There you go. Joined by Rick Romero at RJ's Throw. Rick, how are you, sir? Oh, man, I'm doing fantastic. It's been a long time since we last uh, recorded. Uh, long enough for you to go to both spring training and South by Southwest. <sighs> and you went to a freaking different continent. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, we got Okay. Should we just give like a quick rundown? I mean... Of so, things we're going to get into. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. So it's yeah. going to be great. Yeah. We got um, Padres are blowing up. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado are on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Which is incredible. Nobody on the planet knows more about Sports Illustrated covers involving Padres <laughs> than you. So I can't wait to get into that. Um, Ballast Point has created a uh, Padres beer. Yes. The Swinging Friar Ale. Uh huh. Uh, which got some is, opinions on that. Right? Yeah, a lot of opinions on yeah. that. Uh, we've got uh, ooh, one of the uh, long, longest standing uh, Padres blogs in the blogosphere is no longer with us. Gaslamp Ball. That's not true. Let me rephrase. Yeah. Gaslamp Ball is still alive under SB Nation. It's going through a little bit of a change. Transitional phase. Yes. They've lost some uh, some riders. They no longer have uh, our buddy Jodes, who is kind of running point over there. So maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, you went to spring training. Yeah. That means we're gonna spring training is over. That. We're going to dive into that. Dive sure. in. Is that a SEALs uh, lacrosse thing that you oh, just... Oh, totally. Yeah, okay. That was cool. for Gavin. Yeah. I don't, we don't need to give him any more shout-outs on this podcast. Um, but yeah, I want to get into it. What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with South by Southwest or, or, uh, or spring training? I want, I well, want, I want you to tell me about, let's, let's start, start with the South by Southwest and your, your Africa trip. We'll just touch on those a little bit. Okay. Just because it's been a while since we podcasted. So people kind of need to know, uh, where we've been and what we've been up people to. People need to know. They, they deserve need to know. know. They deserve yeah. to know. The people couldn't care less. <laughs> you had true. a cockroach land, land on your head so while you were taking a leak. That's spring training, so we'll, oh, we'll save that okay. for a, a little bit later. Yeah, um, it felt so, like a South by Southwest story. Yeah. Sorry. So, like, we'll we'll start with South by Southwest, um, and then get to your more important Africa trip later. Um, so, yeah, I got the chance to go to South by Sw Southwest in Austin, Texas. First time ever in Austin. First time ever at South by Southwest. Never been to either. I want to go to both. Dude, it's a lot of fun. It's yeah. like think. Comic Con, but more focused on music, kind of. Okay, but I mean, there's a tech element to it, right? So there's a tech element to it. There's like like speakers. They have like speakers. They do. Um, it's a big deal. Movie premieres out there. So there's like they tons do. of celebrities. Um, so this is weird. What did it? Did it start as just a music festival? I honestly, I don't know because, you know. You brought up Comic Con. Comic Con when it started, I mean, it was like a room. Mm -hmm. A small room in the convention hall, convention center, whatever, downtown. I think it was like in a hotel downtown originally. It it might have been, yeah. but it was something tiny. Yes. And it 
literally was called Comic-Con because yeah. of the literal comic books that were there. And yeah. it was like a bunch of guys set up at a booth. It looked like a yeah. small town uh, baseball card shop. I've yeah. seen like photos of like the early days. Uh-huh. And it's just guys going through being like, it's like, like a, a traveling comic book store, you know, where they just had comic books. Yeah. And now it has exploded into the single greatest pop culture event of the year with entertainment with i mean movies don't even have to have anything to do with comic books and they're there and being premiered there and being it's like if it's hollywood if it's celebrity if it's tv if it's movie it is all central to comic-con and comic Mm -hmm. comics are like a i mean i i've only been one time to comic-con and there was a baseball card booth as i was walking around i was like this is awesome i (laughs) need to stop and check out some baseball cards yeah but it's just you know, it shattered every you know misconception that I had of what Comic Con was, but in my defense, what I believed Comic Con to be, it was that. It was just that fifteen years ago or twenty. I don't know how long. Yeah, so um, I'm guessing South by Southwest is similar. In it's that probably evolved, it's evolved over the years. Huge. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing. Um, what was your favorite part? It's the barbecue, man. Barbecue is my favorite part. Really? <laughs> what about uh, Kansas City and San Diego? Dude, what about Cali Comfort? Te- Why do you hate Cali Comfort? Texas barbecue, man. It was it was legit. So. But I've been told Austin is a slice of California in Texas. Uh, so is it really Texas barbecue or is it California no, no, it's, barbecue? It's Texas barbecue. It's definitely Texas barbecue. Um, yeah, no, like I I literally, literally, yeah, my favorite word barbecue for almost every meal. Quite literally, yeah. Um, That's healthy. I Good. went to the world famous Franklin barbecue. But I did not get to eat there. Oh, what? what? So have you heard about Franklin Barbecue? Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know much about it. I have heard of it, but I don't understand why you would so go get this. but not eat. So they're only open for a short amount of time. There's a huge long line out the door. Um, rumor is that it's at least a minimum four-hour wait to get to eat. And people, like, pull up lawn chairs and they, like, tailgate, have beers in the parking lots. And it's like a full-on like event to wait in line for Franklin Barbecue. Man, I got news for you. This is the easiest decision I will have ever made in my entire life. Yeah. It, I, I will never eat at Franklin Barbecue. Well, here's the thing. Period. Here's I will. I, never. I'm gonna skip forward to my thank if me I, thank me later. Right okay. Here. I, I, if you tell me you have no, to no. wait four hours in get line this, for food, I'll tell you to get a, kick rocks. It's and, a thank me later. Okay. Here, right. this pro tip right here. Okay. So you can order ahead of time. At Franklin Barbecue and not have to wait in you the make, line. You make it sound like this is some revolutionary mm-hmm. idea. Get okay, this. this there is, are restaurants and you can call ahead. But like, get this though. Okay. No, no, this is this is totally different. Totally different <laughs> okay. here. Okay, it's not like oh hey uh, yeah this is Brady. Can I get some uh, some ribs? Cool. Okay, I'll see all, you there in a bit. I don't talk like that. Yeah, and I certainly wouldn't order like that. Yeah. And, do, I do, 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 do. and I don't like the way you hold your <laughs> finger phone up to your face. Uh, but um, you at the beginning of every month. They release like time slots, basically. You got to be kidding me! And once those time slots are full, you're it's it's full. Like you can't order that day ahead of time. Oh my gosh! So the earliest that when I found out about this was I don't have the patience for Franklin's. It I don't was have like time a week out. This is already pissing me off. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. It's it's, it's not supposedly that good. the best barbecue in the world. Whatever, I'll take Cali Comfort. But so I I did have a lot of really good barbecue though. I had just not Franklin's. You had a really, really just not the best. I had uh, La Barbecue, which is 
It's le. La. It's la. Okay. La. I don't know. I've never been there. Some of the locals consider it like a 1A, 1B with Franklin's. They said it's Okay, how many hours did you have to wait for that one? No hours. See, that's stupid. Why would you ever? I waited about like maybe like 30 minutes. Franklin's barbecue is now my enemy. Why do you hate it so much? I I just I can't handle the drama surrounding Franklin's it. Barbecue, Jordan Baker, and <laughs> Waffles. Jordan, waffles, Jordan are those are your three enemies? I actually enemies? love Waffles. <laughs> just because I'm the pancake dad doesn't mean I don't like Waffles. I, I like them. What I don't like is people who tear down the pancake to try to build up the waffle. It's like it's okay to like two different things. They're it different is. foods. I, I like both. All right. I'm a fan well, of both. All right. Well, you're not on my S list. <laughs> Franklin's okay. is. So let's go through these barbecue places really quick. Okay. So uh, I went La. to Love Barbecue. I went to Terry Black's Barbecue. Uh, I went to Cooper's Barbecue. I went to, um, God, man. What else was there? The Godman? They had a barbecue yeah, called Godman? Godman, yeah. Huh. Did you say a little prayer before you ate the food I there? I did. Good. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you had a wonderful barbecue experience and yeah. so wonderful you can't even remember all the names. Yeah. Go, okay. go to La Barbecue. All it's right. fantastic. So that was the best part of a music conference was the food that had nothing to do with the conference. Yeah. Okay. I got to see DJ Jazzy Jeff up close and in person. Really? Yeah. Jazz? Did you do the handshake? Did I, you do I the threw I threw him threw him out threw of the, the uh, back? The, you the chucked mansion. him out of the mansion. <laughs> wow, that's nice. Did you Oh, did you see that um they're making a Fresh Prince movie, like a Fresh it's Prince movie? It's not real. It, just the trailer was real. The, I mean, obviously the well, trailer. The trailer, is, yes. I mean, somebody created. So what's the funny is I watched it and I thought, "Wow, this is amazing!" Someone went to all this effort to create this trailer just for it to be a trailer, and then I was told, "No, no, no! It's it is a full length movie." No, it's not. It's not. It's just a trailer. It's just a trailer. Yeah. That's what I thought it was, yeah. and I was corrected. It's just like the uh, the crocodile Dundee. Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the sun. The ad. Yeah. Uh, I, that man okay so it is crazy to me that someone would go to that effort to make a trailer like that yeah um because i almost feel like you could make a full movie if you're going to go to the effort to make a trailer that good but wasn't it awesome like it was a story awesome. and so uh so moving i loved it yeah i loved it oh uh, i hey one other thing for austin huh. i went to torchy's tacos and i experienced breakfast tacos oh yeah, yeah. how how uh how long did you wait in line for torchy's not long there's, yeah. a, there's like torchies all like over the three, place. Three, four in, hours in Austin. How many hours? Like no hour. Like no hours. Like five minutes. Okay, I'm into torchies. Yeah, I'll put torchies up next to Franklin's any day of the week. Yeah, they got they got killer queso. Uh, the white, <laughs> white queso? No, no, oh. not white queso. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was it was good. It was like I mean, it's just. Can think of like having a breakfast burrito, but having it smaller. <laughs> that's essentially what it was. Yeah, like I, fair. like people kept saying, you have to go to Torchies, you have to go to Torchies, you have to go to Torchies. I mean, Finally, I, had, I was like, I've okay, had breakfast taco at Oscars and PB. Yeah, like a uh, little, little egg chorizo, 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 chorizo. Urias, urias. I could do that all day long. Yeah. Uh. So that's my take on Torchies. Cool. It was fine. It was good. Um, nothing spectacular. Not earth shattering. Not earth shattering. Okay. Uh, barbecue was amazing. Sounds uh, like a good trip overall. And you went cool. with your lovely wife. I did. So it's a good little couple's adventure. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, it was fun times. That's exciting. And then while I was in Austin having fun, uh-huh. you were walking up a hill 
absolutely gassed out of your mind did in I, Africa. Did I send you a, or did I post a you video? You posted the video. On Instagram? Yeah. On the Pancake Dad? Yeah. Okay. I have a series. I think I'm going to post them on Twitter. Um, I've never been so embarrassed uh, and, and humbled. I mean, there are women who maybe weigh 100 pounds who make this water walk. Okay. If you're listening, you probably know the story, but, you know, I made a bunch of pancakes. Pancakes raised some money for Charity Water. Went with Charity Water on this amazing, uh, life-altering, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity trip to Ethiopia uh, to go and uh, witness and be a part of bringing clean water to villages that have never had it before. So that's the the best Reader's Digest version I can You pet a goat? I did pet a baby goat. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, that's right. I posted the whole. That's right. I forgot. I did that whole story on um, on the Pancake Dad account. You know what's a funny social experiment? <clears throat> I have lost um, in the last. I mean, so from the height of the Pancake campaign, I had maybe like fifteen thousand followers on Instagram for Pancake Dad, and then really I just didn't really post for like three years. You know, because I was just a little pancaked out, you know, and I was no longer raising money actively for it so that I, I, I pumped the brakes. I lost 5,000 followers, um, which is weird. Like, I didn't know, like, for lack of posting, like, people go through and they're like, this guy hasn't posted, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. So I lost 5,000 followers. And then there's the followers, you know, the other 9,800 or whatever that have been around. And once I started posting about, like, Africa... And clean water. They're like, where are the pancakes? You know, they and and I've lost another three or four hundred since Boo I this st- man. Yeah. He's helping people in Africa. Boo! I just think it's so funny. It's I want like, pancakes. Yeah, and I but I can imagine. You know, like there are people who probably you know follow me for sports. Who did you ever think that those people have now become waffle people? <laughs> oh gosh. And they're like, mm, I don't. You know what I'm pancakes. not going to stand for is you, um, you know, pitting waffles and pancakes against each other. Hey, I'm just saying they, they could be just, they could be fans stop, of waffles. You need to now. stop just saying. Yeah, they're following the waffle dad now. Is yeah. that what you're waffle saying? Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be waffle dad. Waffle dad against yeah. the pancake dad. Death match. I'm in. Um, yeah. So it, it has been an interesting kind of social experiment to watch people be like, "What is this clown doing?" Unfollow. Uh, but I do need to post some of those. Yeah. So I. Here's what I got to go and see villages that were have never had clean water that were there are scheduled to get it. And that is where I went and collected this dirty, disgusting water. And I walked with this 40 pound jerry can. Um, I don't even know how long the walk was. It took me an hour, almost an hour to get there. It was. Um, the most grueling, I mean, I have run a marathon in under four hours and this was equally as hard when I was done. And I know that sounds preposterous to say if it was less than an hour versus, but it was so crazy hard and I was moving from right hand to left hand to right shoulder to left shoulder and, and walking with this woman who, you know, of course there's a language barrier. We don't, you know, neither one of us spoke each other's language. And so she's laughing at me, you know, because she makes this. She was totally fine. She she would have been fine. I I mean, it's over 8,000 feet elevation. It's the rockiest, craziest terrain ever. Um, I am, you know, dodging goats as you're walking up. I mean, it it was an intense experience, humbling. Um, You know, you hear the phrase, walk a mile in their shoes, and the many connotations that kind of come along with that. And um, 
I think I'm, it'd be incredibly ignorant to suggest that because of this one little water walk that, oh, now I've walked a mile in their shoes. I mean, that's simply not the case. But I, I was able to catch capture just a small glimpse of what it's like for this, you know, what people do multiple times a day. These women specifically do um, just the most powerful and amazing women. Uh, it was it was just like an honor and a blessing to see and be a part of. So we got to I got to go to one of the pancake well villages where the, the well was built. Um, it was an amazing. Do they like name the wells or anything? Like they do. Well, so they they used to. I mean, this is a little behind the curtain that probably isn't necessary to to know, but. Um, Charity Water has stopped. They used to put these big plaques on it that said, like, the Pancake Dad Well. And what they found is that, one, the community cherished that plaque so much. Like, it's, you know, it's like a, I don't know, metallic silver. I don't not silver, but, you know, like a, a metal plaque. I don't yeah. know. But they cherished it so much that they would pull it off and they would go and store it in, like, the elder of the village's house. Mm-hmm. And they would protect it. So it never was actually there. So if you stop and look for a plaque, you won't find. We have to find, you know, the people in the village. And be like, "Where's the plaque?" And then, you know, someone will run and go pick it up and get it. And Charity Water was doing. So, I mean, they've done in this Tigray region of northern Ethiopia, they have done seven thousand wells that they've drilled, and they were realizing it was costing them just to make these plaques. Yeah, I say it seems it was costing them fifty thousand yeah. dollars a year. Yeah. To make the plaques, and they're like, "Is this really how we want to be spending?" You know, like their whole model is transparency, right? And they're like, do we really want to spend $50,000 a year on making plaques to basically make people feel good that raise this money? So they do have like scan codes on them where you can scan them and find out, okay, whose is this? Because all of them are linked to GPS coordinates. They have sensors on them to monitor the flow of water so that you know if they're broken and they can dispatch a local partner to go and fix the well. I mean, it's it's incredible. It's You know, whether it's... um. A relationship, whether it's work, whether it's a sports team, whether, you know, you you think you like something and then you're like, let's, you know, okay, let's say you meet a girl, you think you like her, you want to go on a date with her, and you guys go on a date, and that date, that second date or whatever, that first date, whatever, it can determine, you know, the trajectory of that relationship, right? Where you're like, I clearly this is not the person for me this is who i thought they were and you know we now that i've learned i saw behind the curtain a little bit and i'm like you know uh there's nothing gonna work out or you're like you come back and you're like oh my gosh i need to marry this woman yesterday you know this is the one for me i love her like once you get to know someone something whatever with charity water when i went on this trip i didn't know like are they going to be exposed to something i don't want to be a part of or am i going to be all in and i love this organization i love the cause that they're behind so much that i am like so devoted to making sure that this is um something i continue to support and figure out ways to raise money for so it was kind of crazy too like there was that plane crash right after you got back home right so here's the part that I haven't shared with you yet, my friend. So after an intensely emotional, I mean, we can get more into, I mean, I got to watch these. I got, we, we were there for when we hit water. They call it flushing. You hit water for a village that's never had clean water. And the geyser goes launching up in the air and clean water is showering the village and they're cheering. And I mean, it was the most incredible thing to see all these different stages, like having got clean water, do have clean water how has their lives changed mm. getting clean water in that moment being there to see it experiencing the water walk i mean there's just so many different levels of i get to climb 
a mountain. I mean, the terrain and the landscape in Ethiopia, it's like Utah on steroids. I mean, it is, I get to hike this mountain with these church churches that were carved out of rock mm-hmm. in like 300 AD, you know, that have it's been insane. there. It was so amazing. I mean, it was just like this. It was it was absolutely overwhelming. Well, it was crazy. Like when you posted all those pictures, and I, I sat there and I was looking at everything and the videos, and I, and I was saying just how surreal that is. It's like you were in a village, like with like straight up huts, basically. There's obviously they don't have running water, they don't have electricity, nope, they don't nope. have TV, they don't nope. have any of that stuff. Nope. Like it's it's kind of crazy to be in their world, like. I mean, I, 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 I envy you. That was like super cool. I, it's like a once in a lifetime type of trip. Yeah. And I can't stress enough how honored I felt to be there, how blessed I feel like I am. And really we as a culture in America, certainly in Southern California, um, the, uh, it's so easy to take our lives for yeah. granted. You know, we joke about hashtag first world problems all the time. And like I was so angry about this stoplight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this yeah. I know you, you were there for a long time and that was frustrating <laughs> for sure. But yeah, you're right. I mean, like, can you imagine how wonderful they would feel if they had a vehicle to be stuck at a stoplight? Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, man. Um, but, you know, it's all it's all perspective. And that's why I think this, you know, they just because they were born in northern Ethiopia, it doesn't mean that they and we were born in Southern California. You know, that that doesn't mean that. Uh, we deserve more than they do. I, like everybody deserves access to the most simplest of need. Like our body needs water more than anything, and yeah. it has to be clean in order for us to survive. If not, we're going to die from waterborne diseases. And so the plane thing, dude. Um, I get. I, I will say this. I, I get. Uh, I know shocker. I, I do get emotional <laughs> talking about it um, because I and I've done it enough where I think I'll be fine. But. You know, so I leave um, Addis, Ethiopia, on Ethiopian Airlines, and I'm heading to Washington, D.C. We stop in uh, Dublin. Don't get off the plane. Just a refuel stop, uh, Dublin, Ireland. And there are probably, quite literally, hundreds of routes that you can take. If you're going from Ethiopia to San Diego, I mean, every major east coast city tons of different european cities you can go through africa lower and then over i mean there's a ton of different ways you could go and so people know that i'm in ethiopia doing um you know charity work but they don't know the route that i'm going right so so i am on you know i'm on the flight and we land in washington dc after a 16 plus hour flight and uh, every, all the passengers, you know, everyone, I, you start just hearing this slow kind of like, all the texts um, coming in, everyone's tech, everyone's phone starts yeah. blowing up. Everyone starts, you know, whispering and chattering and, you know, people are waking up to these text messages. Um, I, over the course of the next couple hours, I received two, three dozen text messages that just said, um, how was the flight or how was your trip or and what they were really saying is, are you alive? Yeah. And so as we landed, the news hit us. The plane went down from, you know, Ethiopian Airlines, from Addis, Ethiopia. It went down while we were midair coming home. So none of us had any idea. And the news hit the flight attendants right when we landed. All of their friends are, d- are dead. Yeah. And 
so they're i mean weeping i mean mass hysteria kind of breaks out and and people you know the you know you i don't want to you know be overly dramatic about it i mean the 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 impacted families the people you know there were people who were doing probably similar charity work there were united nations people people from like you know dozens of different countries that were on this flight and their families i just i can't even imagine but you know the impact that their families had and were feeling but i mean the experience of landing and realizing that you know all right same same airport same airline um you know, I could have easily gone through Nairobi, you know, like I, I had three friends. So I had one friend who was on a flight to Nairobi out of um, Addis one hour before the, the other one left. And then I had two friends that were leaving Addis, the, the exact same flight, exact same type of airplane, maybe the exact same plane. I don't know. 24 hours earlier. The, they they went into Nairobi twenty four so they landed and then twenty four hours later the flight they were just on was the one that went down and everybody no survivors yeah. and so you know three people that you know and then and you know the fact that I had left the same airport same airline was mid air when this happened you know it's just it just kind of puts things I don't know into perspective and I I mean I feel like it's kind of narcissistic to you know spin it somehow to be about me or you know all these people lost their families and. Uh, you know, people that are important to them. I think it's it's natural to always think like in that could that could have been you. That could have been your yeah. friends. Like you came out of that same airport. I was shook, man. And I, I, yeah, I don't blame you. Like it was, it's like when I saw the news, and then I, it kind of but took me a second. But you had text, you had texted me um, when I was still in Africa, and you were like, "Welcome home," you know. So I yeah. think you probably already thought I was in, you know. I don't even think you knew that I that the, the timing of it didn't really line up for you. So yeah. you probably didn't have a, th- a thought. Um, well, because yeah, like I, I I thought I saw you post something. So I had posted from okay. Ethiopia. Okay. And, so then and so I got why, before I left out. I was actually you know I we had camped in the Adwa Mountains up yeah. there and tents, and we stayed at like this little kind of lodge. But on you know on the when we landed there and when we um, left. I stayed at this, it's the Sheridan, but it's like the nicest hotel in Addis, and it's like Obama has stayed there. So, I mean, like, it was, you know, when we got in, it was actually a really nice hotel that had Wi-Fi. And so I posted my first post yeah, from the trip while I had Wi-Fi. Okay, so and when I saw that post, I thought you, you were home. Was home. Yeah, and then when I saw the news, that's when I said the, I sent you the text saying, like, welcome home. Like, because yeah. I, I saw the post and uh, was trying to kind of, put it all together and then i saw your post saying that you know you i'm you're, safe when you were home when you yeah. were safe and well all here's that, the so. problem is that i got all these text messages of people you know asking are you alive and i still had to get on a flight from dc to san diego so that's whatever whatever six hours or whatever that i'm going to yeah. be in the air with no texting so imagine if you send me a text saying are you alive i don't hear anything for six hours. hours goes by and so that's why I had to get a post out on social media. I think I on Twitter, all I did was retweet Charity Waters account that said, like, you know, we're devastated by the crash. All of our team members are safe. Yeah. And I retweeted that, which I felt like if anyone was concerned about me, they would look on the timeline. But um, thank God my when we landed in D.C., it was 830 in the morning and it was 530 in the morning in San Diego. And so my wife, Brooke, was still asleep. So. She had no idea. So mm-hmm. I texted her saying, I'm safe. Here's what you're about to find out. And then she woke up and called me immediately and was just like, holy sh- 
yeah yeah and but i got you know a, a, a bunch of people reaching out which was you know a humbling and flattering experience but it was just it was um it was overwhelming dude i was totally shocked. i called my mom and just said i just want you to know i'm safe and i i broke down dude and i just had the cry i mean like the cry of all cries like because the thought of like you know your mom even even thinking for five seconds mm-hmm. five minutes five whatever they're like oh is my son on this flight you know like that's a that's like a heavy thought and a heavy burden to bear so i i broke down and she was like are you okay i was like i'm fine she's like you don't sound fine i'm like i'm fine <laughs> I'm like really i am i'm just kind of processing things so it was uh yeah, it was it was crazy, dude, and like an already emotionally overwhelming trip and experience, and then only to be coupled with this like yeah, you know, just sort of I, I don't even I don't even know how to describe the feeling of, um, like even the sadness that you feel for the people who were involved, but at the same time feeling like like you dodged a bullet, and I just felt overwhelmingly lucky, and you know, there's a ten hour time difference, so eight thirty in the morning there is whatever time at night, so I roll up in the dc airport and go right up to a bar and i order a pizza and a beer yeah and everyone's like oh something's wrong with that guy <laughs> you know it's like it's 8 30 in the morning bro maybe pump the brakes on the pizza and beer i'm like don't judge me so it was crazy but i and i got a text from one buddy uh andy who just said uh after he kind of found out i was there safely and i was like i still got i still got to get home to san diego he was like so glad you're here safe enjoy your walk home from dc <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's uh, seriously what I felt like doing. Because yeah. everyone that landed, you know, their final destination mostly was D.C. And so they're just like this sigh of relief. And I'm like, great, I got to get on another flight for six hours, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, you know, it was a little bit nerve wracking, you know, a little jarring. But, I mean, statistically, flying is safer than driving, you know. And yeah. um, so it's kind of crazy to think like that. But, I don't know, it's wild. But amazing trip, amazing experience. Um, there will be more. Uh, more involvement with me and Charity Water in the future. I can't. I can't wait to kind of see what road or what path it goes. I don't know yet. Um, pondering a few ideas, but just trying to figure out ways to be able to give back, give more, and give to an organization that is, you know, saving people's lives with clean water. It's really. Uh, it's incredible. So, yeah. So I don't want to end it on like a somber note on my trip. I, I, it was an amazing trip. Incredible. Yeah can't wait to get into more stuff about it but like if you guys if anybody out if anybody listening has any questions or wants to get involved in charity water please reach out to me dm email whatever um i'm easy to get a hold of on twitter at lob shots or instagram for that matter so um but yeah let's get into some padres talk dude padres talk man dude how there's a lot of stuff were going you on. shocked when this you morning, saw the si, co- uh, the cover, SI yeah. cover yeah how cool is that? Do you do you think and not it's kind of a weird place to start because it is just cool, period. Yeah. But do you think like Hosmer or Will Myers or, or upset. Kirby Yates? Like but do you think anyone was like, oh I don't think so. I would have liked to have been on that cover. I feel I mean, like the theme was kinda like the new talent in S D. Y- yes, I think so, so too. So like you have that new superstar Machado coming and then you also have Tatis. Yeah. Who's the biggest prospect. Biggest prospect who's coming up soon. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that's what they focused on. Um, it was kind of interesting because they also released one for the Phillies and they had four players on that one. That So I actually didn't think much about the Hosmer, Myers, and really anybody else, any, you know, anybody else on the team that could have been on there. I didn't really think about that contingent until I saw that cover. And I yeah. was like, oh, four dudes. Huh. 
they could have fit more people on yeah. you know yeah. like the but i think they 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 did so there's not a two person st- limit on this <laughs> right. cover here right which you know you are the 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 historian of padres there have been remember when um when goose and craig nettles came over from new york yeah during the 84 season 84 yeah that cover turned out pretty well for the padres it did it yeah. did i mean then 83 they had the garvey the the garve on the yep. uh the the cover um can't forget the famous rj cover yeah the cy, cy young. young season yep um like it, it's it's crazy obviously tony Obviously, Tony, greatest hitter since Ted Williams. Yep. Trevor Hoffman, he's yep. the secret of San Diego. Yep. Um, Benito. Oh, yeah, the one where he's looking up with looking his mask up. off. That's such a cool it's cover, a great too. shot, yeah. Um, Greg Vaughn, like during the 98 season, he he was on. By it, himself? Yeah, by himself. Interesting. Cool. Did he hit 50 jacks that season? Was that his big home run Well, year? yeah, that was his big home run year. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean... So they've been on the cover before, but it's been a while. So it's like 2002 was the last time. It's been like 16, 17 years. Or so something. yeah, it's, it's been crazy. It's been a while. Um, but but yeah, no, it's it was awesome to That's see. How that. long it's been since I've been to Africa? By the way, 2003. Anyway, carry on. You went to Africa in 2003? Yeah, I went to South Africa. I oh. went into schools and taught AIDS education. South Africa, the highest, uh, highest percentage of AIDS, the HIV AIDS epidemic. Um, of anywhere in the world oh. in the early 2000s. So. Cool. On anyway. that note. <laughs> anyway, good talk. So, so yeah, yes, I this is the, the eighth time that a Padre has graced the cover. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. It was, I, it was I have awesome. them all, except for the new one. I, I need to go get buy that now. Guess what? That's going to be the easiest one for you to get. Yeah, in I think fact, so. I think I might have it waiting for me at my home. Yeah. So yeah. if you need a copy, let <laughs> if me If I know. need a copy, yeah. okay. Be like, Two. Remember that time we were in Sports Illustrated? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah, that for the uh, bring back awesome. the brown, which yeah. uh, actually happens now. Yeah, I think we should probably give Lee Jenkins a little credit for uh, yeah for it happening. Speaking of brown, you see that Ballast Point beer? I did. It is indeed brown. The Swing and Fryer. I think it's cool that it kind of gives us a look at the uh, the colors. Yeah. Um, I don't really care to get into the big controversy about ballast and local and versus not local. I don't know if you want to get into it. You, I'm sure you have some opinions on it. I think the beer looks clean. Obviously, we haven't tasted it. Yeah. I went to Ballast Point earlier today, and there is no swag available, no merch, and no beer available yet. Okay. But there is a banner hanging up, which I will post. Um, a banner hanging up kind of in that back room next to where that has that little like kind of like Swiss-looking Ballast Point uh-huh. hut, you know? Yeah. So they do have a banner up with a Swing and Fryer Ale. So okay. I think it looks so cool, dude. Like, it looks the awesome. The on it is amazing. Um, do you want to get into any of the other uh, opinions that you may or may not have? I mean, I, I'm not like 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 we've said all along. I'm not one to tell people how to fan. I'm not going to be one to tell people Notoriously, how whatever to you say after that is recorded and you get in trouble. <laughs> so cuidado. I'm not one to tell people how to drink beer. Um, Ballast Point uh, Sculpin was probably like my first true like craft love. beer love yes <laughs> my first love my first craft beer love um and honestly when they sold for a billion dollars i i gave them props like hey I, I i almost feel like they were approached and they said uh, okay sure well give us a billion dollars and they're like okay done and they're <laughs> like what yeah. a billion you're selling you're giving me a billion dollars for this company okay sure 
Um, but but here's the thing, like when it comes to ballast points, um, you know, if you say you only drink local beer, that's that's fine. You do whatever you want. But there's still a lot of amazing uh, people that work for ballast points that are local people that some were there like when they were a truly like, you know, locally owned company. Um, so it's, it's, it's not just like a, a black and white situation. You can't just say, oh, they're sold. They're, they're not local anymore. Yeah. Um, that was, that was kind of my take with it. Um, the, the, the case and the packaging, all that stuff looks absolutely amazing. Um, it's funny. I was actually at the little Italy ballast point location filming something and as the news broke, I'm looking at my phone and like you're like what? It's like one of the give me one of these. One of the uh, uh, actually big wigs with ballast points was uh, he was sitting next to me, and I'm like, why were we not recording this at Miramar? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to trying the beer. Um, as we're drinking a 3.94 yeah. from Ale Smith Ailsmith. right now. I'm sure they're not thrilled about it. Yeah, like probably the, not. Yeah. Probably not. But, you know, they didn't really, they did the partnership with the Gwynn family. Yeah. Right. But they didn't do it through the Padres. Yeah. I just wonder what that means for uh, Petco Park. I wonder if they're still going to carry 394 there. And I I, I would assume that they would. I think so. I mean, they've they've always, they've had the the ballast porch or whatever out in the outfield that, you know, I don't think that just because they have a Padres themed beer, they're going to all of a sudden turn their back on this one. Yeah. I can't. I think there was a pizza port like. Petco Park beer too at one time. I don't know. I mean, everyone's coming out of the woodwork now with Padres beers, which is yeah. great. The more the merrier. Yeah, awesome. I can't wait to release our new Padre beer. Yeah, yeah. zero chance pod first ever brew Padre beer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I, listen, if you want to drink it, drink it. If you don't, don't. It's fine. Who cares? Yeah. It's like, but you you might really care, and if you do, good good for you. But I mean, I don't know. Don't bash people who don't. And I don't know. It's it's um. I just I can't imagine anyone out there that is, you know, so true to drinking local. Um, if they started a company and then they were offered a billion dollars for that company that they wouldn't sell it yeah. like this. That's the American dream, right? Like we're craft brewers. We're doing what we love. We're passionate about our city. It's, it's also too. It's like, where do you draw the line? It's like, OK, if I'm drinking local, like, do I have to like eat local all the time? Like, so what about all the people who don't even know, have breweries? Like, what about you know, clothing? Like, they are no local. Like, yeah. Oh, so does, does all clothing need to be locally sourced in San Diego? I was born, like, I, mean, I, you know, I grew up in Ventura and therefore I only wear Patagonia. Yeah. You know, yeah. sorry. That's but it. Pa- Patagonia is outsourced to. Oh, great. <laughs> great. To the Himalayas. Uh, yeah. Perfect. See, that, that's the thing. Like, it, it's not a totally black and white situation. It's um, not, I'm looking forward to the really beer. Um, I can't it. wait to try it and see what it tastes like. And uh, the packaging is amazing. I, I feel like that's going to be the direction of the uniforms too oh totally i think so, those are the colors that the uniforms are going to yeah, be which is beautiful which, I, you know, like, i'm 100 percent stoked Fowler on those has colors. always said like the baby poop brown is yeah. that what he likes so this is a darker brown yeah um very similar to the zero chance pod huh. uh logo huh. darkness interesting hmm. interesting indeed yeah someone might even draw a parallel there man do you know what I, so i keep going on my phone to look at you know all the topics that we have I have a Band-Aid on my right thumb, which two things. Well, first of all, it's there because my, my wonderful little puppy, Maggie Mae, don't you dare say anything bad about her. Maggie Mae, who is about four months old now, 
um, you know, like you know, puppies just they play yeah. and they, you they, know, they chew whatever razor, they teeth, razor teeth. But you know, if they're biting, they usually aren't clamping down crazy hard, unless they're clamping down on what they think is their toy. And so I put my hand in when she was going for her toy, and she came down and I mean her tooth punctured right next to my thumbnail, in between the thumbnail and the skin. I mean, just yeah. a a large hole. Yeah. And what was worse, that or the uh, the teeth to your forehead? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, when Atlee took out my my daughter. <laughs> planted her two front teeth deep into my forehead uh, honestly i mean the forehead it's like yeah i had a little bit of a headache and <laughs> it's you know it's not ideal to have a, a you know a bite mark on your uh, forehead blood in a pool <laughs> and i scared the bejesus out of an entire community in palm springs kids screaming about this this the pool monster um but my my thumb it's like much more debil it's like I, uh, I can't even use my, my fingerprint ID on oh my man. phone because of the stinking band aid. Speaking of the first world problems that we I were know. talking about earlier. I know. I've got a band aid on my. <laughs> so I, I, I try to not down. I, so there's a catch 22 as a parent, right? You want to have downloaded games on your, on your phone for your kids when you need them just to shut up and do anything other than yell in public places. And so, you know, we try to limit the screen time as much as possible, but at the same time, every once in a while it's appropriate. You might want to have a couple games in your phone for your kids to play. Generally speaking, I get addicted to games like, you know, little, what is that, um, Candy Crush, excuse me, Candy Crush game. Um, you know, You're getting I, really choked up about Candy yeah, Crush. Oh, God, I love Candy Crush. But I would play that. I had to delete it off my phone. This is yeah. years ago. When I was in college, I used to play Tetris. Like, I'd sit at a computer and I would play Tetris, and I'd get lost for hours playing Tetris. This is, you know, other kids are playing, you know, some sort of early version of Call GoldenEye. Of or I actually would play GoldenEye yeah. and GoldenEye and Mario Kart were my Mario two Kart. games. Yeah, those were but amazing if games. I was at the computer, Tetris was like my go-to, and I would always just try to one-up my roommate on the best score. Yeah. And so when I went recently looked for games, I saw Tetris was on there, and I now, I mean, a Tetris. If you start to finish on a Tetris game, it's like half an hour. I'm wasting a half an hour to play one freaking game of Tetris. Now, granted, I usually break it up over the course of a day or whatever, but I'm realizing like this is I need to delete this off my phone. Like Tetris is becoming a problem again, just yeah. like it was when I was 19. And but now with this bandit on my thumb, I can't play. I can't play Tetris. I can't do the fingerprint ID. It's a big problem, Maggie May. Big problem. T's and P's, man. T's and P's. Speaking of little kids, uh, did you happen to catch the new trailer for Toy Story 4? I did. How great is that? It's it's cool. Like, it, so I was on the on the the edge on like because Toy, Toy Story, Story 4. three was so good. It was so good, right? And like, the, I, I felt like they ended it on a good note. Yeah, right there was then. closure. Yeah, so you're like, all right, cool. I can I can move on with my life. And then they came out with, oh, we're doing a Toy Toy Story four. You're like, ah, man, like it's just a cash grab. But dude, I mean. This is going to sound incredibly morbid to say, but until Tom Hanks and uh, Tim Allen, Tim Allen, or Deed, this franchise is going to keep cranking. Yeah, like it's and and why would it not? Until they miss Slinky Dog is gone though now, and now uh, Mr. Potato Head is gone. I do feel like you know people are really good at mimicking voices. Yeah. Oh wait, are, are the characters died off? You mean no, the people the died. People off. died. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people can. I mean. Like Slinky Dog was like uh, uh, Jim Varney, yeah. Hey Vern, hey Vern, yeah. You 
<laughs> for all those uh, young listeners Ernest. out there, Ernest. Ernest. <laughs> Ernest yeah. does Christmas. Ernest. Yeah. Does jail. Let's just goes per, to jail. I bet you Leisure Fryer loved Ernest back in the day. <laughs> hey, Vern. Um, uh, he passed away. Um, and then Don Rickles, hilarious Don Rickles, passed yeah. away. Um, yeah. So, what do you think they're going to do? Do you think they're just going to get people who sound like them to redo it? I, I don't know if I that's question, honor. Is that honoring their memory or is that just. I kind of feel like because, I mean, they're not like act, actually main characters in the, the movies. Right. They only have like. A line here, line there. I feel like they have enough where they can, like, like mess with the audio and, and make it sound like new, yeah, dialogue or whatever. Well, and quite frankly, they probably have enough recording of them over the years where they can splice together lines. Exactly. Would, yeah. Probably all right. that stuff that was cut out too. Like we we don't know like yeah. how much they've recorded. I mean, if they over can the years. insert actors into movies after they've passed away and. Um, I'm sure they can do it with voiceover stuff. Have you ke- real quick? Have you seen <coughs> Captain Marvel yet? I actually didn't even know it was out yet. Yeah, it's out. No, I have not seen okay, it. Okay, I haven't seen it either. So I, I would like to. Let's let's watch it together. Uh, let's okay. make a date. Perfect. And then uh, we'll I'll get the red vines. <laughs> we'll come back and talk about it. You get the Twizzlers. Yeah, red um, vines and Twizzlers. That's something I like. Red vines. I just assume you're a Twizzler guy because you're crazy. Oh, I like them both. Hmm. So you like. Red vines, and you also like to eat plastic. So, 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 don't don't be pitting <laughs> Twizzler people against red vine okay. people because, you know, it's there okay to like both. There is a natural progression of the waffles versus pancakes, um, but I think even more so is red vine versus Twizzler. I just think that there's a genetic disposition to like or dislike one or the other. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell people how to licorice. Okay, oh, just don't eat black licorice. I You're love black licorice. Oh, God. Of course you do. <laughs> my favorite Ugh. jelly beans. Ugh. Just kidding. It's Juicy pear is actually my favorite jelly belly. So gross. Black licorice. Um, we are both on a bit of a time crunch today. Okay. So let's speed this up. Let's do uh, it. Do we have anything else we want to talk spring about? Spring training trip. I went oh, to spring yeah, training. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell Dude, me about it. Was I, it as good as when we were doing Padres Takeover? Bloggers Takeover? Sorry. Bloggers Takeover. Um, the answer is no. Go ahead. Uh, P. Gamma wasn't there. <laughs> he wasn't there. So, And we didn't like melt sitting in the sun oh man that was hot yeah remember the after picture when i was like totally red on my who face who was that with megan megan olivi yeah love megan and she's just a rock star in ufc now she's she's killing it man she's, she's awesome. doing great um yeah. i just didn't know if that was the jesse agler year i couldn't remember what year we were burning up to think, death yeah no megan olivi was the burning up yeah yeah and then i think jesse agler was the next year where they they moved us somewhere. I don't remember where. I don't remember either. Um, and then year three was at Petco Park. Petco, yeah. Yeah. And that was with. That was with me, you. That was with. Uh, was Dex? Dex. Dex, yeah, Dex from Gaslamp Ball. Steve Adler. Nope. Yeah, he, well, he wasn't there that nope. year? Nope. It was me, you, Dex. I feel like it was Steve Adler. No, he did one of the. He just did one of the ones in uh, Peoria. I don't think he was there for that one. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Anyways, spring training, it was absolutely awesome. Uh, normally on the way out there, we'll so we leave normally leave work on uh, a Thursday. So after work, uh, we'll we'll leave and we'll stop in Yuma. Uh, yeah. One of my buddies, he has a his family has like a little house on the river out there. We'll stay there. There's this place called Crazy Earl's, this bar. 
It's like the only bar that's always open. Like when we get there, and Crazy Earls, good old Crazy Earls, lived up to its name. And I had a effing cockroach fall on my head <laughs> while I was at the urinal. Oh, so you weren't actually in Peoria yet when that went down? No. So okay. like, it's funny. I I walk in to go to the bathroom. I look at the urinal, and there's a <laughs> smash cockroach, <laughs> and then there's a live cockroach in the urinal. And I'm like, I'm like, oh god, this is gross. Like all right, well whatever, and and it it's funny because I had my hood up. Um, I had I was wearing a sweatshirt and I had a hood. Yeah, and I had my hood up, and then I just okay whatever and wash my hands. I come back out. <laughs> my buddy Sean, all of a sudden he, he's <laughs> he's like, oh my god, oh my god, he starts <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs. I'm like, what, what, what? Like I didn't know what was going on, and then right. he starts Why swinging yelling? at my my head, and he's like, there was a roach on your head. And the security guard comes running over. Yo, he's like, "Did you guys lose something?" And we're like, "There's there was a roach on my head." And he goes, "Huh?" And we're like, "There was a roach on my head. It's right there, right underneath the bar now." Because right, right. like when he hit it, knocked it off in the bar. And uh, the guy goes, "Oh, huh?" And just walks away. <laughs> that was it. That was it. It was no like, "I'm gonna kill it." It's just like, "Oh, this." this this is normal. Shouldn't have been standing there. Yeah. Roaches sure. fall on people's heads all the time here. Oh, man. That's good stuff. But anyways, let's get to the baseball stuff. Um, uh, when I got out there, uh, the first game that I got to see, Chris Paddock was pitching. Oh, how sweet was that? And it was absolutely electric. Fantastic stuff. The, the dude's breaking ball was just fooling hitters left and right. Um, I think it was the game that he struck out. Was it like eight or nine batters in like four innings? Dude, he's is he going to be your opening day starter? So when are they going to announce this? So I'll 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 get to that too. Okay, sorry. So uh, and then after that game, so that game was at Ho Ho Cam, Ho Ho Cam. Okay. Uh, where the the Oakland A's play. Yeah. Um, and so we decided we're like, okay, well, there was a Fangraphs meetup that night. So. Oh yeah, with uh, you know. Yeah, Eno was there. Uh. A bunch of the Fangraphs writers. Jay Jaffe was there. Um, So that was cool. Like, got to talk to all those guys and got their opinions on the Padres. And all of them, every single one of them, had nothing but rave reviews about the Padres. About the minor league system, about the major leagues. um, And they were just all in. As I mean, we Which as fans are, of course. So, like, and that's the thing. Like, so this is my ninth out of the last ten years that I've been out spring training, and I I've I've talked to a lot of outside writers. So, like, not like the local beat writers or anything like that. I mean, I talk to them as well. But um, <laughs> what do you have against the local guys? No, 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 no. Yeah, nothing against them. But uh, it was just this is like the first year that there's been a lot of buzz around this team. Cause even when like 2015 happened and all those moves, uh, Matt Kemp and yeah. you know, Will Myers and all that stuff. Uh, there was a lot of people saying it was an exciting off season, but they don't know if the team's going to be any good. Right. So this is the first year where people said, you know, maybe not this year, but next year, Next year is going to be the year. Um, but they were all saying how impressed they were with the team this year. And every single person that I talked to kept saying, you have to start Chris Paddock, right, on opening day. <laughs> and I'm like, well, y- you don't 
you don't think that they're going to send them down to, you know, keep keep that keep that limit down. And all of them were like, no, like he's hands down the best pitcher that you can have out there right now. Yeah. And they said, you got to do that. And even while I was out there, not at the fan graphs thing, but while I was out there, I talked to other Padres personnel and it seems all indications were leaning towards Chris Paddock. Padres personnel. Is that what you just Padres said? Padres personnel, yes. Huh. Would you like to elaborate? Uh I I don't know if they would want me <laughs> to give their names. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say that I talked to multiple people and they that are employed by the Padres. Okay, that's right. And they all seem to think that essentially Chris Paddock forced their hand and would be the opening day starter. Yeah, he was. If he would have hiccuped at all, then it's okay. You keep him down. Keep him down. Exactly. But, but no like hiccups. He just had can't. pure dominance on the, on the uh, in the spring training, in the Cactus League. He did, and uh, it was impressive. I love it. It's um, awesome. I got to see Morajon. Oh, on the backfields, I got to see ba- Baez on the backfields. Yeah, uh, backfields are always cool. Oh, I got to see the AJ Preller rat tail up close and in person. Have I told you that I have already experienced that? But I, um, in the interest of, you know, I don't. We, you know, we we cross paths from time to time. Uh, I don't want to say socially, but um, you and Preller. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in in um, certain circumstances, so I didn't feel like you know. Do you it, care to elaborate on that? No, no, okay. I don't. I don't feel like it's fair to him, so I don't. Uh, but I, I have seen it in person as well, and it is, um, yeah, it's like your beard basically on the back of his head. <laughs> my my beard? Do I yeah. have a rat tail on my my <laughs> my face? If you were to put a, if you were to put a little uh, like a Carl Drogo. Um, uh, what what you would call it? Hair tie, r- hair on there? tie. Yeah, yeah, that's what it would be hanging down back there. So, See, yes, so you like like that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's the brother rat tail. You're yeah. twirling it up. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, no, it was it was uh, it was glorious, man. Um, you didn't go up to him though. I didn't go up to him. Now, like, here's the thing with me when I go out to spring training. I, I know there's some people who go out there and like to absolutely break down, you know, pitchers' mechanics and all that stuff. I just like to go out there and have fun, man. What does that have to do with you introducing yourself to Preller? It means I'm heavily drunk most of the time when oh. I'm out there or hung over okay. the other time. Got it. So I'm just in my own world and I don't. Okay. Well, on behalf of the Zero Chance podcast, <laughs> I'm glad your drunk ass didn't go up to Preller. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Did you see the, the T-shirts that came out today, the In Preller We Trust? I, I did. You're not a big fan? I'm not a fan. No. Oh, I like them. You I like went, them? I bought them when bought a brown one immediately. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I like them. I, I think the thing that w- where I, I'm I kind of big rubbed me Preller. a little little wrong was... Oh, was it a local company? No, no. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the company was sold for a billion dollars. <laughs> um, no, like that they were like hanging in all the players' lockers. Like I thought that was weird. I love that. You love that? Why? Because that's how else are you gonna get it out? If I make a T-shirt, I'm gonna go put them on all their lockers too. Well, but like, of their like, like, what if you put somebody made a T-shirt of your boss's face on it, and it's like in Brady's boss I trust, and your boss like gave it out to like all your employees and they're just like what is this 
I don't think Preller didn't give these out. I know Preller didn't give them out, but somebody within the Padres hung them in the Padres players' lockers. Yeah, I think That's weird. No, it's not. I think give them credit. It was probably Wayne. It was probably Wayne that got the Padres on the Sports Illustrated cover, too. Did did he make the shirt, though? I don't think he made the shirt. No, I don't think he made the shirt. Someone probably approached him. He probably made the assessment. These are awesome. Let's put them in the lockers. Let's let them make a decision. And if they like them, they're going to wear them. And Hauser put one on, and he's a team leader, so other people are going to follow suit. And they're awesome T-shirts. I think I bought one. Awesome yeah. enough. I don't normally am not normally in the habit of spending thirty bucks on a T-shirt, but I don't know. Whatever. It's a, it's a little. I, well, I can't wait to wear it. And yeah, you know, you maybe wear I'll uh, yeah. maybe I'll print up a picture of your face and in RJ's Rick fro I trust. and just tape it over in RJ's fro. I trust you should. Maybe I will. Maybe you I'll should have, do it. Maybe Let's I'll do have. It. Maybe Let's I'll have Gavin it. make the exact same T-shirt. Only in Rick, we don't trust. This is about like the 17th time that we've brought up Gavin on this podcast. All right, we're done. Yeah. Um, we do got to go. That's I when it's, going. it's just off the rails right Go there. Pods. Go Pods. Uh, go Machado. It's time for the real season hey, to start. did I tell you I'm going to be a dad? You can't. You can't drop <laughs> that like that. What? You can't drop that like that. I'm going to be a dad. Oh, man. Congratulations. You didn't tell me that you were going to do this. I know I didn't tell you. I just, so I just wanted to see the surprise it's on so your mean. face. I okay. did tell you about so it. So I know about it. So I'm not going <laughs> to fake pretend that I didn't know. Um, I did not know that you were going to drop it on the podcast right now. Yeah. Um, buddy. We'll see if I edit it out or not. <laughs> well, if you don't, um, yeah. on behalf of, I'm sure, everyone who listens, a huge congratulations. You're going to be an amazing father. And I can't wait to swap kid stories with you, dude. Thank you. Congratulations, can't, buddy. Can't, can't wait to, to show. To you and Heidi, all the health and happiness. This is going to be awesome. I can't wait to show my kid the uh, the greatest showman. It's going to be uh, the greatest it's show. It's be a powerful movie. Man. You might need to wait a little while before you show it to them <laughs> because it's not suited for babies. Yeah. All right? For babies. Uh, I can't wait. And, you know, once Maggie Mae gets a little bit older and a little more tame, I'll be able to take my kids over to see your baby. Yeah. And I'll bring the puppy and it'll just be one big happy family. One big happy family. Yeah, can't wait. Just think too like like all our kids We've suffered so much being Padre fans our entire life. I know. And now our kids are just going to be like, oh, but Machado, like, cool. Like, the Padres just yeah. signed one of the biggest free agents in right. known history. They're going to they have brown uniforms. This is awesome. Yeah, this is the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. what's, the, what's the big deal? Yeah, what have you been complaining about right. all this time, right. Dad? I hope that's the conversation. Yeah. I did say, we didn't even mention it, Mike Trout, the $430 million dollar man, yeah. which I, I love so much. I think Trout's amazing. I know we're going to be done, but I did. I put out a tweet that said, I'm like I'm so excited to know that I can drive my kids up for their entire childhood to see the greatest player in baseball. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe by the time they're in high school, Trout's not the greatest player. Tatis is, and he just penned a billion-dollar contract with the Padres. He might. He might. I mean, if Trout's worth four thirty, maybe Tatis is worth a billion. I we'll can't see. wait to see what uh, Pujols is doing still. <laughs> when Pujols is going to be when your kids are graduating high school. <laughs> Pujols is going to be drinking highballs with Bobby Bonilla, just <laughs> cashing checks till they're dead. It's amazing. Uh, All right, thanks for joining us. We're both happy to be home safely. Love you guys. Catch you next week. Later. Thank you.
Falling under your spell 